the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The George Show with George Brockler on News Talk 710 KNUS. Welcome back to 710 KNUS. Talk this way. 303-696-1971. You're listening to The George Show. We're going to go right to the phone lines. Dean from Littleton, you're on with George. How are you? Hi, George. I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your show. I set my alarm so I don't miss one minute. Oh, my gosh. That is so flattering. Thank you so very much. What, what's, uh, what do you like best about it? Your sense of humor, <laughs> which is lacking in so many of them. And oh, I appreciate that. I, I'm 89 years old, and I'm not scared, and I'm not wearing a mask, but I will wear a scarf like a lady. Right, right, right. When I go out, so I think that's good enough. But how, how I, if you don't mind oh, me asking, how how has this whole thing changed your daily routine, if at all? Just not going to the store, not going to a restaurant, not doing anything like that. Just kind of trying to stay home. And I need to tell you too, I also love Amanda. Oh, that's so sweet. She's going to come on right after you, too, by the way. she is. Oh, is uh, she good? She yeah, is, I love her. It, I like to get her perspective. It's She shouldn't hear stuff like that. I've tried to tell a lot of people this because I get so <laughs> many compliments. It it goes to her head. And it is a 17-year-old already ego is an issue. Confidence is an issue. And I feel like I'm inflating her to the point that she's going to be in a Macy's Day parade around Thanksgiving. You know? <laughs> Well, that's very sweet of you. D- Dean, thank you so much for calling, and thank you for listening, too. And tell others, too. We'd love to have more listeners. Okay, I do. Thank you. I will. Stay healthy. Thank you. Thank mm. you. Bye now. What a great phone call. I could take calls like that all day. I don't even think that's necessarily um, the purpose of a show, is to get great calls like that. But when you get them, man, that's what, I want to make that my ringtone. Hopefully I could do that. Uh, look, without much ado, and I could have paid Dean to do this. I didn't have to. She just helped me with the segue. Um, this has been a segment which has gotten, frankly, so much positive feedback. It's a little unsettling because it has less to do with me than it does with the person we're about to have on the phone. I feel like she woke up within the last few minutes, but she's going to tell us a little bit about what's going Well, a lot of bit about what's going on. This is my chance to have a conversation with my 17-year-old daughter. We need a, a, by the way, Jim, at some point here, we need to come up with a musical prelude to this some sort of an introduction i don't know what that song sounds like but uh we got to come up with that for get to know your teen without any further delay right now 17 year old amanda on the george show how are you i'm great that was a great comment to wake up to (laughs) yeah i'm disappointed you heard her say that out loud there i've shared too many of the positive ones with you because i think (laughs) it's going to your head i can see you smile it's got a diversified We've got to start getting negative feedback, too. Listen, I will. if I get them, I will share them with you. A lot of the negative feedback comes from just being at home, I think, is probably where you get most of your criticism. 
Um, hey, yeah. let me let me ask you this one, just so people can get an idea of what a seventeen year old does. On average, when did you wake up this morning? Uh, this week? Oh, I tried to set an alarm for like nine, but then I eventually would wake up around like either ten thirty or like noon. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. I wish I could sleep that long. Yeah. How do you balance that ridiculous schedule? with the demands of schoolwork and maybe to put us in and put that in perspective for us we're in week two now it's been two weeks since spring break two weeks now of remote mm-hmm. learning how is the workload um I, it's pretty consistent every day i have at least like five hours of work i would say um and it depends on just how i divvy it up because a lot of it's due on a friday um, so if I wake up later, it's really just pushing back when I would get done. So if I was in school, I would get done around 2.50. But if I wake up at noon, I'm getting done around like 6 or 7. Now, last night, uh, you may not remember this because you're 17 and memories and stuff. Um, your brothers <laughs> and I were preparing to watch episode two of Band of Brothers, which is one of the greatest series yeah. ever on TV. And you came outside and very calmly and politely, and neither of those words are accurate, very collectively lost your mind and screamed, I'm in the middle of a test or something like that. Tell me why you were in the middle of a test. I was taking um, an AP classroom assignment where I was writing an FRQ for my AP link. What's FRQ? um, Class. It's a free response question, so I was writing an essay for my AP link class. And you guys were being so loud that I couldn't read the passage I was supposed to write about or Uh, think. That was mostly the sound of patriotism. It wasn't really the sound of just your, although your brothers can be very loud. No, it was the sound of your two sons screaming. Do you have, and I have three, but thank you. Do you have deadlines then that you have, like this thing had to be done by X period of time yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, it had to be done by... um, Midnight. When was it issued to you? Um, like Tuesday. Oh, so you? <laughs> I get it. You just <laughs> waited till the last possible minute, and then we're like, "I gotta get this done." Yeah, but it's. I had so much other stuff to do. Like I right. was working right up until late to try and get all my stuff done. Let's talk about working right up till late. One of the things that I think people <laughs> have noticed. Uh, and I'm one of them too, is that there are folks out there, particularly younger folks, but not limited to that, who aren't quite convinced about the stay-at-home order or whatever. Now, yesterday, was it yesterday? Yesterday, you ended up leaving the house to hook up with one of your Amigas. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Oh, I just went on a hike um, at Roxborough Park with my friend, and we both wore masks. A friend of ours gave us um, homemade masks, which were really nice. And then we walked around for like an hour. Did you get within six feet of each other? Um, Probably once, but we actually stayed pretty far away. Uh-huh. You didn't drive in the same car? No, we both took our own cars there. So double the pollution for the same distance. Good call. Um, is that something you're going to yeah. continue? Like when you hear the governor's orders about um, distance and all this other stuff, how do you take those? I mean, pretty seriously. I think I take it more seriously than most of my peers. And we were smart about it. Like, we wore masks and stuff. We both, like, were washing our hands. We were both in social distancing for this whole time. So it's not like we've been out. Like, the last time we saw each other is when we went on a hike last week. Um, 
we didn't wear masks because it wasn't demanded last week. But, like, we know who we've interacted with in the past, like, two or three weeks. No. So we know what we're exposing ourselves to. And you're not sneezing in each other's mouths or anything like that? No, not yet. Uh, please don't. Uh, you said you take it more <laughs> seriously than your peers. Why do you say that? What do you see your peers doing out there? There's still people that are posting that they're, like, getting together with their friends, and they're still seeing their friends, and they're definitely, like, they're hanging out in the car together, and they're hanging out, like, they'll go to the hot tub at one of their houses, Yikes. or there were a bunch of boys that were posting about a hunting trip that they went on with, like, the six of them, and... It's just, like, when I see those, I get kind of upset. When you say you get kind of upset now, do you, um, I'm going to use the wrong term, do you tweet back or Instagram back or something and just say, hey, guys, you know, we're all in this together, that kind of thing? Or is it just you just shrug and think, knuckleheads? No, people have started, like, posting on their Instagram stories and Snapchat stories and stuff and basically saying, like, um, screw you guys that are still hanging out because I want to be out of the house by July. And if you guys keep hanging out, we're going to be stuck in this for the next however many months. Oh, and I know, really don't want you approach. ruining this for me. That's a great um, approach. I like that. Yeah. The, the sooner everybody gets on board, the sooner we can go back to living. The general consensus is mostly people are social distancing and staying inside, but there's that handful that aren't, and it really bugs me. So I just won't like any Instagram posts that have a bunch of people in them, like if they're hanging out, and I'll just, like, ignore it, I guess. Like, I won't give them any social media feedback. And then I do support the people that are, like, passively kind of posting, don't hang out together, and, like, don't be stupid about this, and take this seriously and we're talking to amanda 17 year old junior uh, on get to know your teen and this is very helpful for me as a father and a radio host by the way <laughs> um let me ask you this now yesterday there was a tweet that came out from aurora public schools and I, apparently it incorporated a whole bunch of school districts all the big ones and i think cherry yeah, Creek, like Doug, 14. Yeah, yeah like 14 and it basically said surprise uh what you all expected to happen is happening <laughs> We're not going to open the schools back up again this academic year. Um, what was yeah. the response from your peer group to that? I think we're pretty devastated from it because all of my senior friends are missing out on their end of year ceremonies and stuff. Like our principal emailed the school directly yesterday, too, and said, well, prom's clearly canceled. All of the senior ceremonies are clearly canceled. Like, I'm so sorry we can't see you again this year. Um, and then I think also that would kind of signal to a lot of people like, okay, so it doesn't really matter if I do my online schoolwork because everything's remote learning at this point. They can't penalize us for not turning anything in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang, on, hang on. What does that mean? Like, so the quarter grade that you got at the end of third quarter, which is right before we went into spring break, yeah. is the lowest that your grade can be. So if you want to work to make it higher, then you can turn in the work and stuff, but Teachers can't drop your grade below that well, point. Why not? That's ridiculous. That, well, That's so, so you can go ahead. Is. Listen, I know me. If I were in high school and I heard that, mm -hmm. the last time I turned on my laptop was yesterday. I mean, I, I am Dunsville. Yeah. How is that smart? I think they can't. They We went into this so quickly, and there was so little announcement going into it that we didn't ensure that everyone had access to everything. And I know coming from like Rock Canyon, which is a very um, 
affluent school in Douglas County, most people have good internet and um, a way to get on the internet and a computer. But for a lot of other schools in our district or in other districts around us, I don't think that they have the infrastructure to deal with this whole situation and move directly online. And with that, too, people can, like, it's harder to learn remotely, especially when everyone's shifting their lesson plans last minute and didn't necessarily have a good, like, heads up about this to shift their lesson plans appropriately. So teachers are handling this, handling this um, with, like, a varying range of difficulty. Um, so it's hard to kind of demand, like, okay, we're going to have tests like we would normally do in school or it's, we're going to have quizzes like we would normally do. Either way, it's kind of all completion work. So it's like if you want to show up for the learning, you can, but we can't really require you to be sitting in front of a computer all day. I, uh, I'm i troubled by that. I feel like I want to have a conversation with Superintendent Tucker from Douglas County Schools about that decision because that seems awfully short-sighted. Uh, I don't know how people are going to learn under those circumstances, other than you and, and some of your, your nerdy friends, and st- I mean your friends who are very diligent <laughs> about learning and stuff like that. Um, listen, uh, we have to cut away for a break here, but can I keep you on just because I want to ask you about the, uh, the prom, the graduation and the future and all that other stuff. You've had some other things get canceled out from under you, all that. I just want to talk about that aspect of it. And then maybe we throw in a little bit of politics. Are you able to stay awake for another 10 minutes or so? I think I can. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, listen, uh, stay on hold there, sister. Uh, this is okay. George Brockler. You're listening to 710 KNUS. This is The George Show. If you have questions, by the way, uh, for Amanda, and she'll take them because I will order her to do it, 303-696-1971. We'll be back right after this. Now, back to The George Show with George Brockler on News Talk 710 KNUS. We are back on 710 KNUS. My name is George Brockler. This is The George Show, and this is the sound of a 17-year-old girl who lives in my home named Amanda. Thank you for hanging on. Hi. Okay, you're back. Again. Great. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm back. You stole all the energy. Great. Thank you. Um, so question, <laughs> we, we, we left off the last segment talking about these big events that ended up getting canceled. Now, you're a junior, so you have at least the opportunity for one more year of all of these things that become sort of milestones and these defining moments in, in a person's young life. But you've got a bunch of friends, um, and by that I mean one or two, who are seniors <laughs> who um, are not going to have prom. Have they said anything about high school graduation? Um, they said that it's definitely postponed, but they don't have it. And so a bunch of other senior celebrations that we do at the end of the year, like Senior Sunset, where all the seniors come um, like at the end of the day, and they all watch the sunset in the parking the lot, and they have ever. activities and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, and then they have like a senior sunrise breakfast and there's also a day like the day that the seniors um, end school, which is earlier than the rest of the school. They like throw all their papers up in the commons and they put handprints on the wall on our senior wall and they're missing out on all of that. What about senior prank day? Is there such a thing? Yeah, they were. Yeah, there is a senior prank day, but like we're clearly missing it right now. But what's the an uh... epic senior ditch day? Okay, Senior Ditch Day, that's good. Yeah, that, that, they've had that back then, too. But, like, give, give me an example of the pranks that we're going to miss. What have they done historically? Oh, well, I don't really like any of the pranks that we've done. Like, last year, they really just they baby-oiled some watermelons and then, like, smashed them on the um, floor. And then they, like, messed up the parking lot. 
What does that mean, messed up the parking lot? Dumped a bunch of trash cans and stuff. Like, it was really more vandalism than a <laughs> prank last year. Yeah, that doesn't feel so like a prank. So instead, what the, like, that was a handful of kids. Instead, what they did is they put, like, rubber duckies all around the school. But that oh. wasn't very funny. Yeah. But, like, Mountain Vista one year, or a school one year, um, got, like, four rats. And they labeled them one, two, three, and five. And they let them loose in the school. <laughs> Oh, that's genius. So when people went to go look for, yeah, it's genius. And that, I would really be proud to have a senior prank like that. Yeah, that's genius. I, uh, it wasn't vandalism. Now, listen, I was in high school only a couple years ago. And for those of you that were around for them, just a few years after Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you haven't seen that movie, have you? No. Good, good. Um, anyway, a few years after that. And, you know, the pranks were kind of straddling the line between, I think, vandalism and creativity, like the, I think, 10,000 crickets that were released in the gym, you know, to cause that sort of pandemonium that took place there. We did several different things, including, and I may or may not, I think the statute of limitations is run. Okay. I was probably there. We may have uh, (laughs) rolled some giant multi-tonnish boulders around to block the uh, parking lot entrance and exit over there at beautiful bear Creek. It's not, not even there anymore. They raised that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some other folks on a, on a similar mission, took those little plastic forks and forked, I think, every square foot or more of all of the grass surrounding the school. It must have taken forever. Yeah, 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 not me. If they had put that kind of effort in their academics, Harvard, right? But they they wouldn't do that because that wouldn't be cool. So they forked the the grass. Anyway, uh, so you're going to miss all that stuff. How is this impacting those people? The fact that they're not getting a, a, a prom. Is prom still a big deal? Yeah, prom's still a big deal. My friends and I are having a Zoom prom tonight, which is we all get on a Zoom call all dressed up and kind of just stare at each other. Okay, that seems a little creepy and awkward. I mean, do you <laughs> faux dance or something? Do you, like, look at each other and say, can I have this well, dance? And gonna, you're like, geez, I don't know. We're going to figure that out once we get to it tonight. But, like, today was going to be the real day of our prom. Like, oh, this was wow. the day that prom was supposed to happen. So everyone's kind of upset. So people are having a bunch of Zoom proms. And so <laughs> this, this is fascinating. Is there any way you can, for the 710 KNUS listeners, live stream <laughs> that in some way so that we can all just kind of, uh, you know, rubberneck this thing? Because it sounds like it's going to be a oh huge my success. God. That would be so embarrassing. Now, how many people are you going to jam? Listen, I want to see this. In fact, at some point <laughs> tonight, and by the way, your door is closed about 24 hours a day, other than the two times that right. I poke my head in to see if you're asleep or working um, I may poke my head in. You, you have to let me be a part of this just to witness it. I just need to see no. how. The, yeah, it's its own show. It's its own radio show. Oh, then you have to get dressed up. Dressed up? What does that mean? What's wrong with a sweatshirt and a hat? No, we're getting dressed up for our Zoom prom. This is real. <laughs> Zoom prom. This is this is its own story. I'd like there to be someone from the Denver Post that does a story on this or something. This is fascinating. I want to know how the, next week, of course, we'll end up talking about this. There's no chance of needing chaperones at a Zoom prom, or is it even a bigger deal? Like, should we have a teacher in there? I don't. I, why? Why would you need chaperones? Well, I mean, look in person. I don't really think that we in, can do anything in person. You worry about kids getting too close to each other on Zoom. Maybe you need someone to go, "Hey, put that back on," or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you guys are going to I'm not worried as much about you as I am the guys, because I remember 17-year-old boys. Hell, we prosecute a ton of them. Um, they're not the sharpest knives in the drawer. I mean, there's a reason oh, There's a reason that we don't have, have more. On. Huh? 
I don't know how many boys we'll have on. It really is just whoever wants to join our link. <laughs> oh, can you shoot me the link? I'd like to be on there. I'll throw on a tux or something, at least the tux top, you know, like a dicky kind of a thing, and then I'll no. just... No? You'll have to pay me. There's actually an entry fee for anyone over the age of uh, 49. Mm, I missed it. Just missed it by a couple months. Thank you for throwing out my age. You're grounded. Um, the, the other things now that you've heard that this year is over and you've said something ridiculous in the car, which was you are for all effective purposes here, all intents and purposes, a senior, you're not. Um, but in terms of oh, not so getting, gra- yeah, not getting graded, there was a bunch of stuff you had planned for this summer. That was, some of it was academic related and some of it was mm-hmm. not. What have you still got control of and what has been canceled? Uh, so in February, the like big thing that I was going to do this summer is I applied in February for a travel like scholarship and an application to a travel program where I'd be in France from the end of late June to early August. So I'd be in for like a month um, and a few weeks, and that just got canceled, which sucks because I got a scholarship to go and um, my application was pretty good. Like I took a lot of time to put it together. Yeah. And that was just canceled this week. Yeah, I'm sorry. What else? You used to do special um, camp. We, are you going to do that again? I don't know the status on that. Like, I haven't gotten an update in a while. So I hope that it's still going on because um, it's just California. But I think it depends because they run it through a school. If the schools are still open, like if we're allowed to use the buses and the school to, like, host the actual program. Um, do you ever think about getting something? Um, oh, what's it called? Yeah, a job. Do you ever think about getting a job? I could do that. <laughs> but? But... Felt like we lost you there for a I moment. Could be doing. There are other things <laughs> that don't pay that you could be doing. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Look, like, the, I might get a job, but I don't really want to stay here over the summer. Oh, my Lord. You are hurting your dad. <laughs> One, please don't go. I uh, also <laughs> wanted to ask, do you expect, based on what you've been hearing, and I know that because you're doing the yearbook and the newspaper and all that, you stay in touch with all of these things. Do you expect to be back in the classroom by next August? I hope so. I think that that's what we're planning on. We're hoping that this like kind of blows over in the summertime because we're still trying to figure out yearbook distribution and stuff because our plant right now in Dallas is closed because like, the whole city of oh Dallas is on lockdown for two weeks. So we don't know when we're going to get our yearbook or when we can distribute it or when we can have all graduation, right. but... We're all projecting it for, like, mid to late summer, I would say. 17-year-old Amanda, back on for Get to Know Your Teen. Already a ton of texts coming in praising you. There are a couple that I'm inventing right now in my mind that say that you're you're undisciplined <laughs> and you should be grounded. Uh, look, Zoom prom later tonight. Ask your kids if they're doing the same thing. Amanda, thank you. I'll see you when you're back at home.